Because you know there's a handful of people actually run everything. That's true. It's provable. I'm not it's all about not. control. To them we just cattle. Numbers battling each other while they're creeping in the shadows. Scheming, plotting, clocking your every move. Locked in your mind, brainwashed until it's rocking. Got the population operating as they want them. Symbolically mocking them, thinking nothing can stop them. So open your eyes to the lies of the evil. The poison in the minds and the lives of your people. And every time they lead you down the line to deceive you. And by then, it's always too late to see. Through the veil that they hide behind, cause your third eye is blind. Better take a stand, we running out of time. Ain't nobody coming to save us, fuck with you out of mind. Arm yourself with the truth and jump behind the battle line. Can we turn it around? Yeah, it's possible. Attached to the strings, being pulled by puppet masters This is for the youth, searching for the proof Keep on looking for the clues, I'll provide you with some truth This is for the ones, waking up from the spell Beginning to discover themselves Yeah, this is for the youth, searching for the truth Keep on looking for the clues, I'll provide you with some proof Hey yo, the stage is set, the game is rigged The system isn't broken, it was designed this way And only the blind obey, give their mind away To these political, parasitical, cynical, criminal-minded individuals Getting you to surrender your freedom to the hands of the state, with every boogeyman they create, playing they order out of chaos in order to enslave us, distorted our brains to morally degrade us, faces off against each other while they move the pieces on the global chessboard, directing the hordes, I don't come to bring peace, I was sent with a sword, a truth, to get you mentally ready for war, step forth if you got the balls to call out these tyrants, or submit your compliance through silence, cause in this filthy system ain't a single soul to trust, it ain't right versus left, it's a state versus this us, this is for the world, this is for the masses attached to the strings being pulled by puppet masters this is for the youth searching for the proof keep on looking for the clues i'll provide you with some truth this is for the ones waking up from the spell beginning to discover themselves yeah this is for the youth searching for the truth keep on looking for the clues i'll provide you with some proof this is for the world world And welcome to another episode of Guy Next Door Speaks. And I forgot what freaking episode this is, probably <laughs> number nine or 10. But today is, uh, what, April 16, 2021. And this is another joint episode with uh, someone else that has picked up the torch for freedom and liberty and the American way. Wait, no, that's not it. Truth, <laughs> liberty, anarchy, love, everything. But this is James Cordiner. Right. And I yep. think his uh, show, I know his what his uh, email was Hitchhiker's Guide to Truth. So that's pretty cool, because, again, that either the book or the movie Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and up to truth. So James has done some work and I looked up some of his stuff and he reached out to me. We talked a little bit scheduled for today. And here we are. We're just going to like always the way I do. No scripts, no anything planned. We just, you know, go off the top of our heads and a couple of guys speaking some truth instead of talking about 
football games and baseball games and scores and American Idol and other bullshit. We'll be talking about a little bit of things that kind of matter in the world. I don't know. To some people, it might matter. So, yeah. So, James, good to meet you and good to talk with you. And so what are we going to be up to, man? Tell, tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, first, I want to say, you know, thanks for that introduction, Ivan. I, I really appreciate it, man. Uh, you know, I'm, 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 uh, uh, I still consider myself a newcomer to this, to this uh, scene in a way where when it comes to, you know, uh, really trying to just put it into action. I mean, there's been a long time in my life that I've kind of had my ear to the ground in a way and been paying attention, maybe, maybe just a little bit more than, than, you know, your average person, but never really enough to be as involved as I have been maybe the past year. Um, mm -hmm. So brilliant job pronouncing my last name. A lot of people, you know, they, they tend to screw it up. I don't get offended by that, but like, it's just like one of those things, you know, it's uh, so yeah, my name is James Cordner. I'm uh, I am, I'm from New England, born and raised. Uh, hmm, what else? I am, uh, I'm a father. I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm married uh, to my lovely wife. Uh, I'm 32 years old. I, I don't know. I got a show. What's your social security number? What's oh, your yeah. blood type? What's yeah, your, um, um, are you vaccinated? Do you have your vaccination card? Oh, no. I mean, oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> papers uh, please yeah let me find the, uh yeah uh, <laughs> ah, there you go you got the right one. uh yeah yeah um that's uh, and i think you're a friend of sean mccann right because that's how actually we came across each other's uh uh radar yeah 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 i've known sean mccann for uh, a very long time now actually he uh actually funny story is uh, when i was a kid i was probably about 13 years old and that's right around the time i met him he was actually dating my sister and uh and he was always just really welcoming to me always just kind to me like kind of just was like this kid needs you know kind of like an older brother figure if you will and he he kind of stepped into that role for for a long time he went off and started traveling uh, across the country and went on his own journey and everything like that and uh yeah he's just always we've always kept touch and tried to you know keep tabs on one another and and uh, help each other out whenever we could and he's just always been a really good friend so yeah and he uh he actually like turned they turned my attention to a lot of the um a lot of the different people and groups and stuff like that that i could be involved with to uh to kind of like learn more get more you know get more you know uh, i don't know kind of the the knowledge behind me to wake up and to know you know what's really going on he he turned me into the and uh, he turned me into the direction of uh mark passio's show and mark devlin and all these other great places and actually passio show is where i first heard you and uh because you'd call in and always be like sorry about the background noise i'm at work i'll call you back on my break and passio would be like whatever dude you're great just really good points you know back in the day before before you know, uh, before he became like over encumbered with his with his work and and everything, and you know, we all know how how like how much work he, that man does, and you know he, how he had to step back from his show. Um, but enough about that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. It's just great to it's great to just like kind of you know expand uh, upon you know people that 
that I get to talk to you. It's great. Get to learn cool. something new, you know, who knows? Right. See, and there's a lot of similarities there because it's not a thing. I, I keep thinking of some of the naysayers. It's like, oh, just another Pasio crony or another Pasio cult member. And it's like, no, it's not like that. It's when, so people are Martin Luther King cult members or people are Jesus cult members. Oh, wait a minute. Some of that might be, <laughs> no, it's when there's truth, when there's people pointing in the right direction and you actually pay attention to the information, say, you know what? this does resonate with truth. This does make sense. Yeah. You start kind of, you know, the group starts, you know, facing the same direction and repeating the same things. And then, you know, the, the, the idea of truth and love and freedom, how else can you describe that without saying truth, love and freedom? So that becomes right. a cult all of a sudden, or you gotta, you know, that's negative because you know, the truth is the truth. So no, 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 we got to call it something else because if not, then you're part of a cult. It's like, huh wait a minute there, there, you know there, there's a balance to things you know you can tell when somebody's manipulating something and there's an agenda behind things yeah. and when things simply are we're all breathing air and we all drink water we're all part of the same cult then i guess it's evil it's like come on there, there's a point where you got to let go of the ego or just being completely paranoid and retarded and just be like okay maybe this group or these people are onto something that's real and you know, let it do what it's gonna do be objective instead of subjective i'm offended right. and i think it's it's this and it's like man because i know uh, uh, you know over the last few shows we keep repeating you know oh yeah pasio this and pasio's work that you know between right now you brought a pasio with sean we brought a pasio um with joe murray i brought we, we bring a pasio with francesco we bring a pa so it's like oh wait a minute there might be a pattern here somebody who's actually saying something that resonates with a lot of people if you know if you're starting to see the same information the same name pop up so yeah, I mean, it's just a testament to the man's work, really. I mean, it's a fact that he's he reached out, he had a mission, he reached out and he and he followed through with that mission. And he did it regardless of whether or not uh, people were going to tag along or follow or listen, however you want to say it. I oops, sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't I don't believe for a second that that man uh, had any intentions of creating any sort of community around him. I think he just genuinely genuinely wanted to uh do everything he could to to help the world and to bring the things that he knew to light. And for those naysayers out there that think that there's some fucking bandwagon of of Passio sycophants that just ooh, that bend at every every word of this guy's you know of this guy's presentations or stories or whatever. There's plenty of things that he that he could say that that may not be correct. But the point is is that he also teaches you to 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 be um what's the word he teaches you to be incredulous and to go and look for yourself uh to to if you're questioning these things good question it good go look for yourself please don't take me at my word he's like i, I don't, don't think i've ever heard him say don't look here yeah look look at yeah. you know read read this book read that book read this look up this but don't look here don't look there he never I don't think I've no. ever heard him say that in over no. 200 some podcasts and uh, however, 20, 30, 40 presentations. He's always like, look, this is what is, you know, the nothing new under the sun. Here's the information. Go look for it. Never has he said, look at this, but, but don't bother with that. Even the stuff, you know, flat earthers, psyop thing. I don't care. Look at it. Try and figure yeah. it out yourself or whatever, or a Q thing, whatever psyop or not, look at it and figure it out for yourself and keep going. Never has he said, don't bother with anything. He just calls stuff out if he thinks it's, you know, bullshit or whatever, but he never, you know, tries to protect you and say, no, 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 don't go there. Don't go there. 
Right. Right. He's never, he's never, I've never heard him say anything like that. He's always said there's no taboo topics on the, on his mm-hmm. show. That was one of his things for a long time. And uh, it was uh, either no taboo topics on this show, or he would say, don't take my word for it. He would mm-hmm. say things like that. And it really inspired, really inspire people to get up and go do the work because it was never about him being the center of it. It was always about him opening up some people's eyes and getting them to get the fuck up out of their chairs or out of the TV, uh, the, the, the living room, away from the television, off their phones, read a fucking book, go do some of the work, go do the work. Don't listen to me, go do the work. And these people that are like, oh, the cult, you guys are just another cult. It's like, no, you're just used to that because you're a part of a cult. And that's what they want you to think. But no, that's not it. Go read Gustav Laban, The Crowd, and you'll figure your life out pretty goddamn quick. <laughs> like The crowd mentality is thick with these people. And... <sighs> The gr- Case in point, step outside your door. How many people with masks? How many without? Oh, 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 oh. seeing is believing, right? Hello. Yeah, right, right. Luckily, you know, I mean, it's been a couple months since I walked into a, a a store with a mask on. In fact, I got I got I got yelled. I went I went into the store. I went into my grocery store, right, and uh, and up here it's it's a store called Market Basket. It used to be the Moolahs. And now it's just market basket. I, I, you know, it's whatever. It's been that way since I was a kid. I go in the store. I don't have my mask on. I refuse to wear one. I'm not going to fucking do it. Uh, I mean, there's been a very few times that I've actually worn a mask. And it usually just when I have to like go to the hospital or take my dog or cat to the vet, because that's something I've been dealing with a lot lately is, uh, like my children and, uh, my pets, which are pretty much also my children having to go and get medical attention and, and um, making sure that they're in good health. So anyways, I, I go to, I go into this grocery store. I don't have a mask on. I don't care. Just walking around. And I don't know why, but this time I was just thinking to myself, like someone's going to fucking, someone, it, this is the day, this is the day, you know? And, you know, you go into a store like that and you think to yourself every time I, I think to myself, I'm either going to get in, there's three things that are going to happen. No one's going to, one, no one's going to talk to me. Two, someone's going to yell at me. Or three, someone's going to go, man, I wish I had the balls to not wear a mask. And it's like, you do just take it off, idiot. And, or maybe, you know, two of the three happen. Maybe somebody yells at me. And next thing you know, somebody's saying, hey, good job not wearing a mask. Uh, but this time I, I'm like trying to get some ice cream. And the dude and his wife are at the door where, you know, my favorite type of ice cream is. And they're pretty much picking up the same exact thing. And I'm just like standing back, you know, because I'm like, all right, I don't have a mask on, but I'm going to at least stay far away from these people because it's, you know, whatever. You know, I don't want to be a complete asshole. So I guess I'll just hang back a little bit. And the guy turns around. A little bit of respect, right? I mean, believe in the six foot stuff, I'll give you a six feet, but I'm not going to wear a mask. Fine. Right, right, right. You know, like, you know, okay, like, uh, I'll I'll, I'll just hang back here for for a minute while you do your thing. Mm -hmm. And honestly, that's what I would do anyways, because I don't like getting close to people in public. I don't know you. Why should I be anywhere near you? No, no, thank Mm you. No, 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 no. You You can keep your personal space. I'll keep mine. Been that way my whole life. 
Uh, so yeah, nothing new, nothing new there. The guy turns around and he goes, and I'm like, yep. Hey. And I just, you know, he walks past me. I, I walk over to the door. I get my ice cream. I turn around, I put it in the cart and, and he's, and he's just standing there like, and I'm like, Hey, how are you? And he goes, he goes, you know, you should really wear, you should really be wearing a mask. My friend. Those are quote, those are his words. You should really be wearing a mask, my friend. And I just locked it up and threw away the key. No, I'm not even going to, not engaging with you because you, you don't deserve, I don't have the time for this. The ice cream's going to melt by the time I get through to you. So whatever, I'm, I'm out of mm-hmm. here. So I just keep my mouth shut and walk away. And so two seconds later, I go from being his friend who should be wearing a mask to the asshole who's going to get everybody in the store sick. And that's what he said. He goes, you know, you're a real asshole. You're not wearing a mask. You could get us sick. And I'm like, okay, buddy. I still didn't say anything. I just kept walking because you know what? You're not worth my time. You're not, you fall, you have fallen for it. And I don't really care about you then, I guess. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. I forget where we started about that, but like we started because of the book about the group think and oh, just yeah, step yeah, outside yeah. and everybody's uh, on this thing automatically yeah. just boom, just a little repetition for a few weeks and you got everybody's uh, new cult member, the mask yeah. and the non-mask. Yeah, and uh, and I think in and he said you're gonna you're not wearing a mask, you could get us sick. Like that's just group think right there. You're not concerned mm-hmm. about the individual. You don't give a shit about how I feel. You only care about the about your little circle of fucking brainwashed fuckers that really you're of no consequence to me. Mm-hmm. Why would I even why would I even give you the time? No. My like kid, I said, you were stepping back out of respect. We're like, look, what I'm doing just affects me, whether to wear it or not, but I'm staying distance. You do what you do, we're fine. Yeah. I mean. Yeah how does your science work six feet distance because the you know as right. devlin does a little <laughs> bug can't fly you know six feet one inch is like up oh, too far it's not gonna make it so that's gonna protect you right or you are yeah. mad you should be fine right but no logic right. and common sense you know doesn't exist in 2021 anymore so no no, no, I like, I, I like to refer to the general public as the woman in white gloves and the government has sold them a fucking ketchup popsicle. It's just, it's, it's just, it's just gross. I go everywhere, everywhere I go. It's just gross. Yep. You know? All right. So then shifting a little bit from that. So now, okay. So this is where we are. All right. We both kind of know what's going on and the patio yeah. stuff. And I know one of the key things that, uh, we were talking about was um, some of the work uh, Francesco and I did with some of the film observations, namely like the MCU, the comic book stuff. And you were telling me before we started recording how, you know, since you were young, you've been into the comics and all this stuff. So I know one of the couple of shows ago, I had a artist or yeah, guy who does comics and novels or books or something on anarchy and everything. Um, Todd Berno. So this whole thing with, comics and art and storytelling again this kind of nothing new under the sun where you go to egypt and the things on the walls or you know scriptures or whatever scratchings that convey stories of truth and what matters we're seeing it in the last 
20, 30, 40. We've always seen it like with movies, but right now I think we can kind of see that there's a lot of parallels with what's happening in the world and what we see symbolically in a lot of the movies, namely like the MCU stuff. I, I know I brought up with you like the Falcon and the Winter Soldiers, one of the MCU shows on Disney Plus. Yeah. There's a couple of little things in there that resonate with <laughs> what governments all over the world are pushing this whole rebuild reset and everything and what do we see in the background of every episode of fucking you know reset rebuild restructure it's like um it's just a coincidence right because that's all it is it's coincidences none of this is agenda driven none of this is connected to anything else you know so where do you want you know what do you what, do you, what are your thoughts on that where do you want to go with like mcu and real world and well you know let's let's talk let's just have a nice little chat here let's change ideas well, I mean, ever since they started doing it, I mean, Marvel would put out the first Iron Man film, and I'm pretty sure they put out the first Captain America film, and then after swiftly afterwards, Disney bought Marvel, mm-hmm. and they and they uh, they started putting out the films. They took it over, and they just started doing what Disney does to things. Um, and isn't it a shame that something like Disney? It's again that balance thing. It's like, yeah, they have the money and they suck up a lot of the creative artists and stuff. But then once agendas, once things, you know, freedom of expression, creativity starts being directed with an agenda, yeah, some things look nice and are a good experience or enjoyable experience. But every once in a while, you notice, like, wait a minute, is Minnie Mouse wearing a penis dress? What the fuck? Is the Little Mermaid yeah. have penises over here in the castle? Yeah. What the fuck? You know, just little yeah. subliminal things here and there. Like, what the hell? Why? You know. And that was actually MCU. <laughs> that was actually funny, like that you mentioned that the cartoons from Disney because that was one of the first like conspiracy theories that I that I ever heard when I was about I don't know twelve maybe 11 or 12 years old. And I had all these old uh, VHS tapes from the nineties. And uh, even before that, because I got an older cousin that my grandmother would buy the VHS tapes for when she was a kid. Like, I mean, my older cousin is probably about five years older than me. So, you know, from the late eighties, you know, uh, mid to late eighties, we had all these Disney VHS tapes and like, you know, kind of first print type of things, uh, little mermaid, whatever, you know, and stumbled across a website or stumbled across some like, you know, urban legend, because that's what conspiracy theories used to be called. Uh, a lot of them were, you know, urban legends. Now they wouldn't be that. I, I guess they just all be conspiracies. But one of them was that all of these hidden subliminal things in Disney films, you know, and I'm like, no way. And I went back and I saw it. I'm like, no way. <laughs> like, like, no fucking way. Like, this is crazy. I didn't think of it much then, but now thinking back, it's just like, that is like weird how they would put that in children's movies. They owned up to it eventually. And to me, it's just really strange that they would put it in children's movies. Like in Aladdin, he like gets to the balcony and he jumps off the magic carpet and he leans down and he pets the tiger on the head and he whispers, now take your clothes off. And it's like, whoa. And you got to like turn the TV all the way up. And I'm telling you, man, it's on there. VHS tape. I heard it myself, my own two ears. And then in the little mermaid, the priest at the end, that's marrying them. He's got a fucking boner that he's waving around all over the place. Crazy stuff just all throughout it. The Lion King, the oh, leaves yeah. blow and spell sex in the skies. Like, whoa, what? Yeah. did they see sex? What? Yeah, and it's in the stars and everything like that. And like all the other different, all the other different like symbolism 
and just the Lion King actually is is insane. Um, how much is in there? I mean, it's obviously based off of Hamlet, but then there's like things like the killing of the king. I think that's I think that's uh, you know represented symbolically in there with how Mufasa dies, and it's weird. I kind of made this connection a couple of weeks ago and I've been trying to like work it out and just be like, all right, you know, but I guess I can just like talk about it here for just a second about like how after Mufasa gets killed in that movie, he gets trampled by the herd of, uh, of wildebeest. Simba escapes the, the uh, stampede. Scar comes up to Simba and says, leave now and never come back. So Simba runs off. He's wandering through the desert. He's about to die. Buzzards are literally about to eat him. Who comes along? A boar and a meerkat, Timon and Pumbaa. They come along. They chase off the buzzards. They go, yeah, we're cool. And they look to see what they're about to eat. And they're like, oh, my God, it's a lion. They're about to leave him. And they go, but wait, what if he's on our side? We won't have, he can be our bodyguard. And they go, okay, let's try it out. They save him. They bring him back to their little, you know, their, their little, I guess, well, I don't even know what you would call it. Their, their sanctuary, their little hidden, you know, utopia. And here we go. Here's a, a, a meat-eating a lion who eats other mammals, saved by two other mammals that don't want to be eaten by him. And they say Hakuna Matata means no worries. If you live with, and like, and you can live with us, you can be a part of our of our crew, but you can't eat meat anymore. You got to eat bugs and you'll be free. You won't have any problems because that's Hakuna Matata, problem-free philosophy. <laughs> but the only way you can get there, and I'm not saying anything about eating meat or anything. I'm just saying that it's kind of strange how that's in there. And now a certain billionaire wants to make artificial meat well maybe not artificial but he wants to make insects into meat for all of us to eat <laughs> and 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 oh but freedom will continue if you give up your way of life and you take on mine and it's kind of one of those weird par- like i don't know if you would call it a paradigm uh paradigm shift where it's just like mm-hmm. you gotta like you're at a crossroads and you're like oh but the freedom tastes so much better, you know, <laughs> but it's not really freedom because you're still doing something that somebody else is telling you to do, like, co- like coercively telling you to do. I don't know, but uh, anyway, that, that's, that's, that's interesting. That's funny because yeah, when you, when you go back and look at certain things again, nothing new under the sun, but certain things start connecting. Yeah. I was doing a, like a little home theater test. You know, I have a nice home theater set up. Well, it's, you know, not nice, like a big, company came and did you know home theater you know tore down walls or anything this is all stuff i put together over the years but i have a good quality sound so it sounds good the atmos with speakers in the ceiling and a projector and screen and other thing and i had to reset everything so i had to redo the test and one of the tests i threw on blade runner 2049 so watching that i've seen that maybe two or three times this time i threw it on and the beginning just kicked me smacking right upside the head with the story I don't know. Have you seen Blade Runner 2049? No. All right. So Blade Runner 2049, 
sequel to Blade Runner. You've seen the original, right? A very no. long time ago, and okay. I was very stoned. <laughs> okay, so replicants, robots, artificial, you know, intelligence, and yep. the regular humans. So in this one, it starts off with it's you know like 30, 40 years later, and the replicants, the whole system, the program collapsed, went bankrupt because oh shit, these things are going crazy, trying to kill people. We need to shut it down. But it got rescued by a philanthropist, a billionaire guy who invested money and redid it. And this guy made his money and and is trying to save humanity by creating a new food source, a new way of farming. And what they're farming are worms. So they're farming these worms to create new types of food. And I was like, whoa, whoa wait a minute. Philanthropist, farming, buys a bottle of farming thing, worms, new form of food. I was like, wait, I saw Blade Runner like three times and this never hit me until now, knowing what's going yeah. on in the world now, this is in there. And now with you talking about the Lion King, I'm like, wait a minute, I do remember that. They had them lifting up the logs and you know eating all these worms and you yes. know, maggots and things. I'm like, how long have they been planning to subliminally put this into the conscious? Like, hey, we can make food out of freaking little maggots and worms and stuff or not. Right, slimy yet satisfying. That's yeah. Yeah, thing, exactly. You know, yeah, <laughs> I remember that sound effect. Slammy, it's satisfying. And it's uh, and uh, even, even and that's another. Disney. Those are the people doing Marvel because they subliminally can get in here with all this money and talented, uh, you know, artists yeah. to get into the subconscious with the shit. And they've been doing it for just over a century now. Mm-hmm. Or actually, probably coming up on a century, but definitely close, if not. Yeah, thirties or something. Yeah, yeah. It, it's thank you, Steamboat Willie. Uh, but <laughs> pay your taxes um, yeah responsible go pay your taxes yeah thanks donald duck you know <laughs> thanks a lot uh yeah buy war bonds <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah that's uh, yeah. um so but, this okay all that because so actually I that's bring a, up marvel mcu and disney you know yeah and it's a it's a it, dude the men, you mentioned that in blade runner 2049 right the philanthropist mm-hmm. right tony stark mm-hmm. what was he doing before he got involved in philanthropy he was killing people he was creating mm-hmm. weapons his weapons got stolen by the enemy but mm-hmm. he was making weapons for the u.s government he was an arms dealer basically manufacturer whatever he was making them they got stolen by the enemy or who no actually oh wait they did not they were being sold by his company to the enemy and they were only just fighting each other with stark's weapons and now in order to save face in public he stops producing his weapons and turns into a philanthropist he even says he calls himself a philanthropist in the avengers movie he said what are you behind that mm-hmm. As captain america says uh without that suit of armor what are you he goes billionaire playboy philanthropist and they, yeah. they're like oh yeah yeah and, and, you know, <laughs> he's a good like, guy See? oh yeah but hey that's a constant running theme about this like philanthropists the rockefellers even this newest one that's you know wreaking havoc on our on her world right now they're always up to something nefarious before they turn around and say wait a minute guys wait a minute i'm i'm helping so yeah, I guess I'm cool, right? You guys can all yeah. do. Just forget about all those Africans that yeah. were vaccinated and had effects, and now I want to vaccinate yeah. the world. Forget about that. That that's a glitch. Yeah, no, forget about forget, that. Yeah. yeah, forget about how you know how I uh, how you know I I you know manipulated the system and the stock trades and everything, and now I'm one of the richest people on the face of the planet, and I've and I've literally funded wars and everything like that because you know uh, just give it 20 years and you'll forget all about that, and then you'll be like, oh, this guy's cool. He knows what he's talking about, and then you'll do everything I fucking say. Mm-hmm. 
So when I want to shoot a missile of dust into the atmosphere and block out the sun's rays, no one's going to question a thing. Actually, that's something that brings up another movie. I know is uh, Snowpiercer. The world is a ball of ice because a fucking billionaire wanted to stop global global warming. So they did a climate change experiment that turned the globe into a into a ball of ice. And now they're all, now the last people on the planet are stuck on a fucking train and each train car is a different class of people pretty much and what are the lowest mm -hmm. class what are the working class people the ones that keep the train running what do they get fed these little black these little black bars what are those bars made out of you find out later in the movie spoiler alert go and watch it pause this show go and watch that movie come back after you're done those little black bars they're made out of fucking ground up bugs what is this theme I, i'm just seeing it I, I don't know it's i'm not saying nothing i'm just saying that it's like a repeating thing that it's somehow like in the future or whatever that you used to eat meat. Now you're going to eat bugs. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. All on the guise of because the animals are suffering we, and because, you know, maintaining all these animals, you know, it's a strain on the earth, the soil, the amount of water we use and everything. So it's easier if you do this, you know, it's like, yeah. no, I think symbolically it's kind of like, look, you dumbass, worthless slaves, you're going to eat freaking shit. If they could get away with making us eat shit. Oh, wait a minute. I thought Japan or China, somebody was working on making shit patties, yeah. shit food, shit meat, weren't they? They were yeah. taking shit and actually being able to make food out of it hmm. yeah i think they were really trying to like do something to it to like get all the bacteria all the harmful stuff out of it so you could eat it again it's like no no i've seen what happens to a dog after they eat their own shit i don't want anything to do with that like no thank you and yeah, no thank you yep. but you yeah. know you were talking about blocking out the sun and it made me think i was like wait a minute i know somewhere else they blocked out the sun they blocked out the sun oh wait the matrix there it was again the matrix oh, they yeah. went ahead and they were the, we were the ones that scarred the skies or whatever like because oh the machines need sun if we block out the sun that'll stop the machines so <laughs> i guess that didn't okay. work did it dumbasses <laughs> no actually it didn't it just made us weaker <laughs> Mm -hmm. I think, and I think that that's, I mean, I don't know that that's ever really spoken about in the movie, but it seems that way, right? And you find that out yeah. in the matrix. It just seems like maybe that was the wrong move. Maybe that made us a little weaker because we kind of need I'm, the sun. Yeah. We need uh, the and sun. Then, <laughs> yeah. And then while were they eating on the uh, Nebuchadnezzar, the food they were eating, they weren't eating fruits and vegetables and stuff. They were eating out of this machine to slop like, <laughs> Yeah, it was like I've tastes seen. like cereal cornflakes well what do you know how do you know what that tastes like maybe they programmed that it tastes like chicken everything tastes like chicken it's like <laughs> yeah see it's, it's like again man i've seen jail food that works better than that <laughs> <laughs> oh but, shit. No. oh man there's so many like it's just like it's it's i don't know if you'd call it operant conditioning or if you'd like something like i don't know if you just call it like subliminal messaging or maybe there's like some kind of uh i was talking with francesco and i couldn't remember the phrase but i know devlin drops it a lot revelation of the method yeah That's we keep seeing a lot of that in yeah. these movies and tv shows and constantly it's that revelation of the method oh this is nasty how can it well we kind of warned you with all these movies and tv shows nobody said anything so so it's okay with you you know yeah, <laughs> it's like man. whoa what yeah it's crazy like it's i've always took that as like they're just kind of like I don't know. I learned a long time ago that that uh, that they're that they're doing that to like kind of release the bad karma, like because it's like then they can be like, hey, we always we we never we never said we weren't doing this. We actually told you you just weren't paying attention. 
and it's like oh you misread it <laughs> oh yeah like it's not our it. fault that you didn't that you don't know how to speak the same language as us you know like, mm-hmm. that kind of thing it's like one of the movie things and i brought up the movie tomorrowland also from disney strangely enough with cia guy george clooney I'm, i swear there's a whole bunch of hollywood people that are cia people you know what is that know, a recurrent thing and the type of movies that they do what they produce the studios they were it's a whole bunch of cia things but tomorrowland in the movie tomorrowland i don't know if you saw that one also but no. tomorrowland the big thing towards the end there is that it's a multi-dimensional you know so from this surf that's all climate change and overpopulation but they can go into this other earth spoiled good but from that earth they're transmitting a signal of warning over here but the signal is being misrepresented you know misread like entertainment so all this catastrophic end of the world stuff oh this is great man more books and movies and all this is like no it's a warning from the other side of what's going to destroy your world but we're over here eating popcorn like oh man 2012 that's a great movie apocalypse oh look at this armageddon yeah. it's like what the fuck so again revelation of the method like we're trying to warn you but you guys just don't understand what we're trying to tell you maybe because you keep encoding it just blatantly come out and say look you know slavery exists there's masters that don't give a fuck and they were either rule and held and heaven bam just right there come on these are the people doing it and you police military and anybody uh order followers you're the ones that help put this in place so put it out there like that <laughs> no yeah. need for symbolic pattern recognition and symbol literacy just be blunt but then well, people just can't handle blunt people are like man that's just crazy that's very conspiratorial it's like no man it's truth it's the facts it's what's yeah. going on hey, i was getting i was getting weird looks at work because i uh, i work in an industry and uh i mean there's a lot of uh, so i i'm a garbage man right i drive a garbage truck my license to drive that truck is regulated by the federal department of transportation. So they have a little bit of say on how you get that license, how you keep that license and, you know, and all these things. And I was worried for a little bit that they were going to mandate this, you know, shot. Mm. And I kept telling some of my coworkers and, and everything like, Hey, do what you want to do. But if they, if the talk about mandating, it comes up, do your, do your fellow coworkers a favor. Don't get it. Tell them no. I was ready to quit my job. I was ready to lose my job. I said, and they're like, yeah, but I got to work. I'm like, I don't, I don't really care about that. I care more about my body than saying and having say over what goes on in there than you know, how I make money. I don't, you know, I mean, I got a family, I got a house and everything. Of course I got, I got, you know, things, responsibilities to, to keep up on, but like, it's just like, no, because guess what? They can say something. They can say, you're going to go and do this. And it's like, no, but the more people that start saying, okay, I'll do that. makes it harder for the people that say no, it really does because it makes us look like, I don't know how you would say it, but it's just order followers. It's not good. (laughs) And you don't have to be a police officer or somebody in the military to be an order follower. You still like people... Uh, the, yes, you know, yes, men, people. yes, people, yes, yeah. women. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're all uh, a lot of order followers out there. And, you know, it's not about not following the rules. I mean, you just be a good person. Don't hurt anybody. Don't steal that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, I can get down with that. You know, if somebody's standing there going, hey, everyone, hey, everyone, we are, hey, we all agree on this, right? And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds reasonable. Like, okay, cool. Just 
reminding you, I, I can get down with that too. Heck, I can even get some get down with something written down on a piece of paper that's just like, hey, here's a creed. We've all agreed to follow it. Just just so we all, you know, don't forget, here it is written down. I can get down with that too. But the second that somebody's, you know, might come knock on my door and say, you know, Mr. Cordoner, you were uh, you know, I couldn't help but notice that you did something that's, you know, <laughs> not, it's like, well, go fuck yourself. Get out of here. Like, I don't need that shit. You know, I, I don't know. I, I wasn't wearing my seatbelt. So you pulled me over. What are you doing? You're extorting me. Leave me alone. I just want to be left alone. That's all. It's not too much to ask, I guess. I don't know. Insert clip from is it a bug's <laughs> life. If one stands up, then they all stand up. They, yeah. they realize exactly. they outnumber us a hundred to one. There goes our way of life. Exactly. Was that Disney or was that DreamWorks? I think that was DreamWorks, but still they're kind of. No, that's Pixar, which Pixar, is Disney. Okay. Oh, there we go. See? <laughs> yep. A Bug's Life. A, no. Uh, yeah. A Bug's Life is Pixar, which is owned by Disney. And I think actually A Bug's Life Ants is, was DreamWorks. I think Ants kind of yeah. bug movies around the same time, two different studios. It's like Ants, Bug's Life, Ants, they're all the same to me. No, no, there's differences. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's definitely differences. One of them has uh, Woody Allen in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, no, but Ants, that, stop. Yeah. Need I say more? <laughs> Woody Allen. Ooh. A lot of controversy around that petter ass lately, I guess, but I haven't heard I haven't heard much else other than that. Um, that's crazy, though. Have you seen that documentary? I didn't. It's the HBO miniseries, right? I think it was it. Yeah. Woody or Alan and and what's her name? Uh, Mia Farrow. Farrow. Yeah, I think yeah. that was just like a four part series. I did not. Nope, I did not watch that. Just like they have uh, also one on Q. Q, the, what was it called? It's, I forgot. It was a six-part miniseries yeah. on, on Q. I saw the first one, and it's interesting. Again, I had a little talk with somebody saying, you know, this whole thing with Q, yeah, PSYOP or not, the problem is that there's truth in what the Q drops or people in the Q put out. But the thing is, just because, oh, it's under the queue, that means it's all bullshit. It's all PSYOP. And it's like, no, that's where they're trying to get you because there's yep. plenty of truth in there, but that you really got to exercise. Don't throw out the baby with the bathwater thing there because society now is like, oh, that's a Q thing. Well, no, but there's truth in there. Yeah, but Q said it or Q put it. Yeah, but that part's true. <laughs> Ignore the queue that it's under Q, but focus on the true parts. And that's the scam. Yeah. That's the that's the PSYOP right there. Because I bring this up because I only saw the first episode and I like it was somewhat neutral. The the filmmaker doing it was not out to like, haha, look at Q. Or like, yes, Q, true. It was like, no, look, here's what they were putting out. But the opening credits, holy fuck, the opening credits, it's like about a 45 second or one minute opening credit. And it's like a computer animated Zoom on logos and thing. And there's all this symbolism and words in there, everything from like the Pizzagate stuff to Illuminati to Freemasons to, you know, Hollow Earth to all the conspiracies you could think. Everything's inside. I was like, oh, so they know. These motherfuckers know the stuff yeah. that truthers, researchers, and uh, initiates are into. And they just trying to shit all over it. Like, Look, see, it's all cute. It's all cute. And it's like, that. that's the trick, man. Right, they've demonized that uh, that one part that people can hold on to. They've demonized that, so that way they can fall they they can fall back on that demonization and hide everything behind that curtain and and make it so that oh, because it's attached to this one thing, 
the rest of it, everything attached to it is just unbelievable. Like, and if you do believe it, you're a fucking idiot. Like that's, and that's what they want you to think, right? No. So I, I would say that, you know, there's probably some things in there that in, the, in, in those Q drops, there's probably some things in there that are absolutely false that are, that are absolutely just, um, what would you call it? Like a, like a, like a distraction, a diversion, uh, and, uh, and to discredit the things that are true. Um, so none of, so there's a thing about mind control where it comes down to like, uh, somebody's emotional sensibility or somebody's emotional status and, uh, preying on that emotion. And when that happens, people lack the ability to separate a man from the message. So, and what I mean by that is that like, you don't have to like somebody to to recognize that maybe something that they said was true or credible be incredulous to it go look into it for yourself of course don't just take somebody at their word that's not what i'm saying here but you it's to- a more advanced form of the boy who cried wolf that's it yeah 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 i mean you know? the, the message was still true but he had i mean well i don't know actually well, because, I, no because lies like oh this and this bird no the aliens talked to me or mother mary came and yeah. talked to me i saw jesus whatever and then the one time oh look these pedophiles are doing this thing yeah right you're full of shit like yeah no, it's a boy who cried wolf the one yeah. time there's a true actual thing going on gets dismissed so it's a yeah. very elaborate high-tech version of that now i don't know everything that the q stuff that the q stuff is is like what everything that is attached to the whole q drop thing but i do know one thing is that it was uh, the save our children about the you know uh underground ring of pedophiles that are running our world and everything like that and i'm willing to bet that all of the other distraction things that they put in there is to cover that up because that's that is true it's mm-hmm. and it's a sickening sickening thing to think about children have been going missing i, I did a i did some research into it recently and i think that there's i can't i don't want to say the exact number because i don't know it off the top of my head i'm not going to i'm not going to you know exaggerate something or underwhelm it but like it's it's a significant number of children that go missing and that have never been found it's gross. It's, it's, it's sad. I mean, you have kids of your own. It's like, it makes you really think that there's some sick fucking people out there. What happens to these kids? And this, I don't know. You you see movies about that shit all the time too. There's a movie about, and like it, it, it doesn't have anything to do with like government officials or anything, but there's a Paul Walker movie called running scared. And it's yes. about, and it's a, it's about a kid who finds, who, who accidentally is like, you know, for the viewing audience, listening audience, you haven't seen the movie, go watch it, pause this, go watch it, come back. Spoiler alerts. <laughs> this kid, Olaf or Olaf. Uh, yeah. Anyways, he's the neighbor. He's friends with Paul Walker's son in the movie sees uh, Paul Walker's like this mob guy hides guns, gets rid of them and whatever you know, guns that were used in crimes. Olaf sees Paul Walker hiding one of the guns in the basement, takes the gun, goes and commits a crime with it. Now he's off on the run. This kid's like probably 11, 12 years old, maybe even younger, who knows. Uh, Eventually what happens in the story is, is he gets like, he gets into this predicament and, uh, and the mom goes and looks for him. Um, The mom finds her her way to this weird fucking house where these, this couple is like filming child porn. Mm-hmm. it's like i don't know it's if these things didn't exist how could these how could they put this into the media i mean it's not just i mean yeah fiction and oh, blah, blah, and all that stuff but like where do they get these fucking ideas and it's all hollywood how do they get these ideas 
because it, it's got to be, there's got to be something going on. There's got to be something more than that. And it's, it's like, just a dark twisted imagination. Yeah. yeah. Like nothing has an influence, the influence. There has to be a causal factor. Something Cause and effect. That. Yeah. Yeah. You talk that movie. I'm thinking Nicholas Cage's film, eight millimeter. That was like in the porn industry, but also a kidnapping young teenage girls and sexual exploitation and all this stuff. That's yeah. <laughs> sex trafficking. Yeah. yeah. Just a movie. Just a movie. You're running away with things. Just this a movie. Is, and it's not even it's not even just movies and TV or anything like that. It even goes into books, books that have been made into movies, fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Toward the, the and I think it's like probably I think the beginning of the third act in the movie. And uh, kind of like toward the last quarter of the book, Dr. Gonzo just shows up out of nowhere with, with this fight with Christina Ricci in the movie. I think it's Christina Ricci in the movie and some young girl that's like not saying anything or whatever. And I, I forget how it all plays out because it's been a while since I've seen the movie and uh, it's been a long, even longer time. So so often, you know, it's just, just weird stuff. I may go- need to go back and watch that one. I haven't seen that in a long time. I, yeah. Names you mentioned Richie, I think was in Benicio del Toro in there, maybe. Yeah, Benicio del Toro. Johnny Depp was a big. That's yep. a big Johnny Depp. Yeah. And, and that's the, the author. Um, Hunter um, S. Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson. It was like yeah. based on his story or, or something he um, wrote or something like that, right? Or he wrote so, a book or something. Hunter S. Thompson wrote the book, okay. and and it's about him. And uh, I mean, allegedly, everybody thinks it's just a tweaker movie. It's like, oh, it's about getting high and then stumbling. No, things. no, actually, no. That's actually one of the first places that you can find the word adrenochrome. Oh, uh, is in that movie and in that book. Uh, and they specifically say that in order to get it, you have to, in order to get adrenochrome, you have to drain the adrenaline gland out of a living uh, person by chopping their head off and extracting the adrenaline gland out of their brain or wherever it is in their head. And that's how they get the drug. And he's dripping it on his tongue. Bleep, bleep, bleep. And he's just like, it's, it's, it's interesting what happens to him after he takes adrenochrome. And this is supposed to be a, uh, a, a um, supposed to be one of those stories. That's like, you know, we've changed the names. We've changed maybe the places, you know, some of the names of the places, but the, you know, this is based on true events type of thing, you know, mm-hmm. and Hunter S. Thompson is Raul Duke. That's supposed to be a, a, an alias of his and Dr. Gonzo. Well, there's some speculation on whether or not Dr. Gonzo is really a person or if it's an alter ego of Hunter S. Thompson. I think it's a real person. That was some, maybe some talk that happened a long time ago, uh, you know, that, Oh, when the movie came out, like, Oh, it's just an alter ego and, and whatever, like that person, like, it's not like a, I'm not saying it in the fight club sense where, you know, it's the same, it's only one person in the car driving through the desert. I'm saying it like when Hunter S. Thompson was writing the book, he created two characters out of his own experience. So, you know what I'm trying to say? So like, uh, yeah. And it's just, it's crazy. It's a crazy movie. And, uh, <laughs> Like right now, this is not Ivan Oyola Jr. doing this podcast. This is Ivan from Phoenix. That's two different people. Right? Yeah. yeah. When I go to work, I'm Ivan Oyola Jr. Or when I'm around my son. But when I do these podcasts, it's a different person. Like I better be careful saying that. Look, see, Ivan's a CIA guy, MK Ultra. He admitted that he's a <laughs> no, 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 no. This is just a name, just from calling into Pasio's uh, show. That it was like, uh, when you call in, just say your name and where you're calling from. It is Ivan from Phoenix. 
Hey, yeah. that's cool. I, I, that sticks. I, I'll use that. That's all. Yeah. All right. <laughs> this is yeah. still me. No, no MK Ultra around. No butterflies hanging anywhere. Monarchs or nothing. All right. So, shit. Uh oh, I see your tree. But anyway, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> but another movie. Going back to the crazy movie stuff. We can touch on your friend, your boy's uh, Sean McCann with oh that eyes God. wide shut, eyes wide shut yes. with the Kubrick stuff. Because again, the girl, uh, what Sabayeski, whatever, Lady Sabayeski, the young, she's like the little girl. When he goes to the, the rainbow the, room. Yes. Yeah. To get yeah, the costume, Bill, whatever. And those Asian yeah. guys pop up and it's like, yeah. hello, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. It pops up everywhere, dude. Sean has done a fucking brilliant job. With, with sean is is got such a talent for photography and it's like he and, and him being able to say like you know uh, kubrick did it this way like look at the emphasis on the on the backgrounds how the painting lines up with the like with the you know it, like he's got a keen eye for that stuff and like listening to that series is like it's 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 awesome i mean and that's so funny like dude like it's just another it, it's just how many times you it's pattern recognition you see it over and over again these young children in these major hollywood uh films productions young children being uh exploited being used in these very very evil ways it's just it, it just can't just be for entertainment i, I refuse to believe that there's, there's something they're, they're telling us something like, you know, to desensit to like desensitize you to the truth, like operant conditioning, where you know you keep like Pavlo like like Pavlov's dogs. You, you know, you just ring that bell over and over again, and pretty soon, like you know, it's, it, that's it. That's all you got. You know, that's all you need. You're just used to it, and then it becomes yeah. normal because if you yeah. keep doing it over and over and over and over and over and over again, you. Oh, the new normal, you normalize these things. And then next thing, everybody, and now because they practice moral relativism, now what they say is right, is right. And you just go along with it because, hey, why rock the boat now? What's good for the goose is good for the gander. And it's all about that. It's all about the group. It's no longer about the individual. It's sad it's really tough it's really tough all to satanic because it's selfish it's subject based well i feel good uh, i've mentioned this in one of my last podcasts maybe or something where i went to one of my regular stores where i buy sell trade movies and they have a uh, multiple locations here in the valley in phoenix and i went to this one i still go to because they just require you know as long as i wear a face shield i'm like fine because i do have my crack addiction which is the movies you know you see behind me okay fine yeah. i'll just wear the face shield go in do my business get out but even one of the ones in another one of the other locations i go to oh uh, excuse you have a mask I'm like no the face shield's fine well we feel more comfortable with the mask on so next time you come you're going to need a mask yeah, you lost my business. Just turn around and walked out. It's like really, I'm at least attempting to keep you, you know, where you don't freak out. Look, okay, a face shield. I know this still doesn't do shit. None of this really matters. But here, oh, we feel more comfortable with a mask. There. So there's that's so, satanic, subjective. Yeah. I feel wait, the science doesn't matter that this actually does the same or even better because the solid piece of plastic and the droplets. Remember, they said the science, the droplets, the droplets. This solid piece of plastic. Um, this isn't what I wear, but this is kind of like this. These were the first ones that I was wearing. I haven't even opened this one. I got some other ones from Amazon that are like glasses. Yeah. This plastic, I think, would catch droplets better than a cloth 
that has microscopic little things that some of the droplets might microscopically get through. You would think that a solid piece of plastic captures, but oh, but the sides are open. Well, you're standing in front of me. It's not going to the yeah, the science, the science, the science is retarded. So. Yeah, but I mean, at one point, at, at one point in time, the science also said that. I mean, uh, science. What, what is science? <laughs> what is science, anyways? People go, "Oh, the science says." Well, did you do the science? Do you, like, right. did, did you do the science? Because that's what science is. You can't just now you're now it's a religion. Like now you're just doing it mm -hmm. because you're told that, that, that you know. Like no, fuck that. Go right. go do like don't just pop on to. What are they saying today? Duh. Uh, yeah, the scientists said, yeah, uh, that, I don't know if you saw on Facebook, they shared a meme, they had a meme where it showed science and it had one like hand with a suit on with money and then the scientist hand with the lab on grabbing the money and it said science. So it's like, you know, money. It's oh, always is that the one with all the the uh, the letters and the word or all the different? No, no, no. It, it, no, it was just that. Just a picture of just a hand, the rich guy's hand. You can tell because it's like a suit and, the, you know, the, um, what is it? Whatever, the little not the buckle, but goddamn Cuffling. whatever. Cufflink. There we go. Yeah. So, you know, handing the money and then the other hand coming in, grabbing the money, had the science lab, <laughs> like the lab suit thing, grabbing the money. And then right across, it just said science. Yeah, I told yeah, my pretty wife, much I, it. That's it. I, I was I was, you know, kind of having a debate with my wife at one at one point in time. And I just turned to her and I mean, I didn't I, it wasn't one of those awe inspiring moments that you hope to have with some people, you know, and and I have a deep respect for my wife. And it's challenging sometimes when I'm trying to talk about, you know, things that things that I've found out and uh, things that I'm coming to know and it challenges the normal stuff. And it's tough it's tough. You can't, exp and you know, like that's, that's where the love comes in and you go, okay, you don't have to understand it because I'll understand it. And when the time comes, I'll be able to stand up and keep us strong, keep us safe. You just rely on me. And if I'm wrong, I can rely on you. But in any case, I, I turned to her one night and I said, when you go to work and your boss comes up to you and it's the person who signs your checks and they say, can you go do this? I want these results. Don't you go and turn around and try to do what they ask you to do? She said, yeah. I said, what do you think these fucking doctors and scientists do? They get funding. Person who comes and gives them that money says, hey, I want these results. That's a lot of money. They're going to want more. So they do whatever they need to do to get as close to those results as possible. They bought off. It's very easy to do. And people don't just trust the science. Well, no, because there's plenty of science out there that proves the opposite. Like, and to your point about going into that store and you're not, you don't have any sort of cloth thing, you know, any face diaper. And they say, we, what did they say? Well, we feel more comfortable we. with the actual mask on face. Yeah. Mask what about than the shield? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, they, what they, about they, me? I feel more comfortable with right, this. Right. We, the group, mm -hmm. they don't care about individual. They don't care about, they don't care about any sort of individual freedom, any sort of individual choice. They don't give a fuck about any of that. And that's a, that's is a disease. It's a sickness in our world, I think. And it's, it's, it's going to end very badly for, for a lot of people. And I, I really want to err on the side of optimism on that, but like, it can't, it can't end positively, positively for, for many. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just, they don't, it just bothers me to hear you tell that story about that because it's just, it just proves the whole 
groupthink and crowd mentality thing. It's just, it's just not good. It's not good. Even in groups like ours that we're involved in, there's enough it is respect for the individual there where it's like we can agree we can disagree and it doesn't it's not some big huge collective it's it's just a you know it's not some hive mind it's just a a a large group of you know a large group of people that share ideas maybe some of them are wrong maybe some of them are right whatever turn the page wash your hands see you later like it doesn't i don't know this whole thing about like, well, everybody's doing it. Well, everybody's jumped. The, the lemmings, they jump off a cliff. Go, go right ahead. Like, I'm not, I'm staying right here. I'm cool. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too much into it. I could be wrong about a lot of things I'm saying tonight, but who knows, man? I... <laughs> <laughs> nope. nope. I, I see it that, yeah there's a lot of different areas to cover and all this kind of stuff. But when you have a general idea of what the real objective bad thing is slavery, <laughs> you know, humanity's enslaved when everybody's on that page. Yeah. Then all the other things. Yeah. That's little divide and conquer things or little knickknacks. And that's where the, you know, freedom truthers, whatever anarchists, true anarchists, not the fake ass anarchists, that's where the problem is. Everybody's on separate pages as opposed to the enslavers. They're all on the same page to keep everybody enslaved. They got that down. How they do it via vaccines, chemtrails, money, religion, everything else. Yeah, that's but enslave. They got that. They're on the same page. Everybody else, no, we need to be vegan. No, we need to freaking be cryptocurrency based. No, we need to go ahead and, you know, end the Fed or we need to have disclosure of the aliens or, you know, we need to all meditate, do yoga and, you know, all this. It's like, no, 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 no. Very few people are like, no, no, we need to end slavery. Then everything else will settle. Yeah. That's, that's the key thing. And like Pasio has said, oh shit, there goes my cult, cult speak again. Pasio has mentioned, yeah, it's true. The only two type of people really that exist, those that believe in slavery and those who don't. And the ones yeah. who believe in slavery, they won't say it subconsciously you know the program they're running like well you need laws and you need people to control because now everybody's gonna go crazy okay you believe in slavery because it's like what the fuck and then those of us that are like leave me alone i leave you alone believe in freedom and we'll take care of whatever problems arise but we'll be free and just don't fuck with anybody no 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 everybody needs to be fucked with okay you're believing slavery then yeah i mean there's i mean but there is a certain point i think where like evil is necessary to to kind of like prop up the good, uh, you know, uh, like where they're, it's going like where it's, where it's almost inevitably going to happen that every, every so often you get somebody come along with, with really bad intentions. And, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's that ability, that freedom to put them in there to, to like fucking, you know, get on top of them and be like, no, saying that all important, important word, no. See, you I know? think the problem is that, that see, with that phrasing or how people hear evil is necessary, it's not a thing that you condone and parade it and like, yes, we need free, uh, we need evil and you want to perpetuate. No, it's like being sick. We don't want anyone to be sick, but we comprehend the immune system, the body, how things work is like, yes, because on occasion, sickness, virus, things will not work right. 
that is necessary for the body to exercise its immune system. Yeah. That's not saying that we love and condone like, well, you knew that in order to be healthy, you need to have sickness. Yay, sickness. We need equal opportunity of sickness. No, we just comprehend how nature works, the balance of things for one to exist, the other end. Oh, shit, there's a hermetic principle, you know, of oh, yeah. correspondence uh, or polarity. Polarities, yeah. They're so you just need differing that. degrees on the yes. same scale. Right. So that's not yeah. saying that we're cheering evil or we're cheering sickness as you comprehend how things work, you know, heat, cold, energy, absence and more, you know, it's like good and bad. It's like, yeah, people get confused with that. And I was like, oh, these people are cheering on evil. No, 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 no. So you say that Hitler no. needs to exist. He should have existed. Like, no, nature finds a way to make sure to keep things balanced. So, yeah, you're going to focus on here beyond the good side, the right side, the healthy side, all this stuff. But you're aware that, yeah in a natural cycle of things, something bad will turn up. Somebody will get sick or some evil will occur. And then yeah. the balance needs to be exercised to bring it. But no, there are people exactly. like, oh no, everything happens for a reason. And we don't need to do anything. Let evil run amok and, and it'll be fine because you know it's only an experience and nothing in this reality matters. Nothing matters. It's like, they, no, it that's absolutely when does. shit's been all fucked up. <laughs> it, it absolutely does matter because once you start ignoring it, that's when it really, really runs rampant. That's when it, you give it room to grow and breathe. You need to know that evil is going to exist and be comfortable with that idea because it's the only way to spiritually arm yourself against it. It's, I think, uh, the, I don't know. Like if, if I just wanted to put my fucking head in the sand for the rest of my life, uh, I'd get fucked in the ass pretty easily. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Uh, it doesn't sound like a good fucking trade to me. Nope. I, I probably probably very uncomfortable uh <laughs> they for sure as hell make it look fun in the movies <laughs> you know like yeah. but no i'm just kidding uh, you keep you freaking know. the lube industry in in business yay for profits yeah. for the lube industry my yeah, jelly and whatever else hooray hey. you know, yeah exactly because you know eventually you got to run out gotta of look at the positives and everything yeah <laughs> i mean it's but it's like it's just so important to be aware of to be aware of like the bad stuff so you can really bolster and reinforce the good stuff you know when you have it good because you know what the bad feels like you know and it's like what you said about the immune system if you suffocate that thing then it's not going to be able to it's not going to be able to like appropriately just act on its own if you suffocate it with all like you know i've 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 been sick i've had to take meds i've had to you know do certain i've had to rely on you know medicine in my life and you know what frankly sometimes i've been grateful for it I, i'm not gonna lie to you but there's other times where i'm just like no that's fucking unnecessary no 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 i don't need those painkillers because guess what i know that game i'm not stupid i know what those i know what you you know like i, I think for myself and I, and I don't just do what the doctor tells me. I take it into consideration and I go, okay, well, you, you know, I guess you, you, you've done, you know, some homework on the human body and you, you know, where the pain's coming from and you know how to make it go away. But I guess what, I'm just going to take care of myself, myself. I've done all, I've done okay so far. I've never had a surgery in my life. I've only broken a couple of bones in my hands and uh, I'm, I'm doing okay. You know, a couple of concussions. So, you know, the, you know, the room goes a little fuzzy every now and then, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, I, I just think that like, you know, medicine can be good, but it's also something that you need to be cautious about, you know, because the immune system, I think just needs to be, it needs to do what it's programmed to do. 
if, if you don't let it, then something really bad comes along. You're going to be in some trouble. Yep, yep, yep. All this time, I'm thinking about one of the meetups that I had many years ago where I was showing some stuff that was probably a little bit dark, you know, like negative agendas or alien agendas or just, you know, showing the evildoers doing what they do. And I literally had maybe two people, a couple, this male and this female, good looking female, you know, she was probably new agey because she was into her yoga and, you know, all this stuff. So, hey, but they got up halfway through it and she was like, okay, I think we're going to leave now. This, you know, this focuses too much on the negative. So I, I don't, I don't want to sit here through that. So you guys, okay, nice meeting you guys. Bye. And they left. And I was like, hmm. but there's that thing, see, <laughs> and I get nasty sometimes. I didn't say this to her, but in the conversation afterwards, and I've told many people, this afterwards it's like being in a room where that it smells like shit there might be a pile of shit in the corner but if they tell you oh don't focus on the negative just be no you got to focus on that shit there's a reason why it stinks there's a reason why it's nasty because your attention needs to go there like oh there's a pile of shit here go you know scoop it up flush it down the toilet clean that area down and then you deal with it not yeah. ignoring it doesn't solve it. It's letting you know that's what it's there for. When something hurts, when there's some negativity around, it's a red flag saying, hey, hi, something's wrong here. Attention's required here. That's what it's for. Not to be like, la, 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 ignore it. It'll go away. Yeah. Once in a while, maybe if it's like a, you know, a snake or if there's like a, you know, rabbit rat or something around, like just ignore, ignore it. Yeah. I'll get bored and maybe it'll just go out the room. See, I ignored it. And went, no, but that that's not a cause that doesn't handle it. That's not how everything works. So again, that's part of the programming of, you know, <laughs> new age bullshit. Yeah, it's just a bunch of emotional manipulation. And it's, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know too much about the new age stuff. I've always pretty much ignored it because I, I, at one point in time, I was actually paying attention to it. And I, and I thought to myself, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, I can kind of get on the whole like energies in the universe thing. I can, you know, cause like you do, you get near people, you kind of feel a vibe, you know, mm -hmm. it, it, I think that exists. You know, I, I've, I felt it before I've walked into a room and it's like been able to tell somebody's in a bad mood, even if they're like not really showing it, like, you know, you get, but like, is it really, is it a stranger you're feeling that way about, or you, is it somebody you've known for a decade? Because it, it's, you know, that's a, that's a question to ask, you know, but it, I don't know the whole ignore bad and don't give it energy is that's where I was lost. I was just like, what, what do I do when I'm met with something bad? Then I won't know what to do with it. Like I, I won't know how to clean up that shit in the, in the corner of the room, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Well, that mugger that has the knife in front of you, the gun, be like, la, 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 is he going to go away? Yeah, with all your money or maybe even your life. <laughs> like, yeah. can't ignore negative stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. That's why you train and learn the self-defense, you know, and sacred mm -hmm. masculine and defensive use of force. But anyway, that opens up a whole different <laughs> area. Oh, yeah, talk. it does. Yeah, but it going does. back to the MCU... <laughs> <laughs> an hour later oh man <laughs> all this is still related because there's still stuff in the mcu that's kind of you know spiritual we got dr strange the metaphysical you know the avengers are in the material world and uh you know sorcerers supremes in them they protect the spiritual world you know they defend uh tony stark's reality douchebag you know so that lets him freaking make his weapons and whatever that's what they were defending his reality but yeah and then cosmic stuff, stellar man, feet on the ground, head in the sky, you know, yeah, all kinds of shit everywhere. But yeah, yeah 
<laughs> did you notice that uh did, did you notice that uh, I, I again i i haven't finished the third part uh of of you and francesco's talk about this but mm -hmm. did you did you notice that in captain marvel she gets her power from the tesseract so we know that right that part's wicked obvious but did you happen to notice that the star on her chest is an eight-pointed star hmm and if you connect I, those I noticed you, it didn't yeah go ahead if you connect those points that's a symbol for the tesseract huh. like the, and uh the 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 cube within a cube and um yeah i found that pretty strange that she gets her power from that and then on her chest is an eight-pointed star and it's a coincidence dude <laughs> yeah oh, oh yeah <laughs> sorry i mean what am i Sorry for well, wasting just your like time. WandaVision, WandaVision <laughs> on uh, on uh, Disney Plus, WandaVision. Yeah, they had. I don't know if you watched those. I did. I did. The third, second, or third episode when they're doing the magic tricks, that box that they pull out where Wanda's going to go in and the disappearing act, it has a symbol on the top and it's just like the Mind Stone up in there. It's like, hey, wait a minute. That's interesting. Again, yeah. so they had little hints as to she got her thing from the Mind Stone, right? Because that's what was inside the scepter. Yeah. Scepter. Yeah. So it's like, huh. And that's the Mind Stone that's envisioned. So they're together yeah. with, based on the same thing. But little things that they write in there. It's like, oh, okay. If you pay attention, you can pick some of this stuff up. Oh, yeah. It's, a, it's just, you know, it, it's just little dots, you know, that you connect and everything like that. I just, I was, uh, what was I, what was I watching? Um, I was watching Endgame. Okay. So Captain America's shield every time, every single time in like 10 years that you see this man holding the shield on the screen in these movies, he's holding it upright. The star is pointing up. Okay. The, the the second that he hands it over at the end of Endgame, he hands it to the Falcon and it shows Falcon holding it. Now it's upside down. Hmm. And, hmm. and, 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 uh, and, and, and the new uh, Winter Soldier, uh, the Falcon Winter Soldier series shows the first episode. Falcon's giving it back to the United States government, right? He hands it to them. He's holding it up. Uh, he's holding it right side up. They go and put it in a case of glass. And when they put it in that case of glass, it's upside down. Hmm. I don't know. It's just a little. A little yeah, for people there. who don't realize, we can break down some symbolic stuff, right? It's five points, right? So when it's correct, the point that's on top is spirit. And then everything else is like what? Earth, water, air, and fire fire so the elements of reality of nature existence but when you invert it and the point is down that's the supposedly the satanic thing that spirit is below the material world so yep. that's what all this depending where the point is you know but again that's just coincidence we're reading too much into these things you know just saying it, it's it, you know it's uh the, that those symbols the the power the symbols hold to get that those powers get charged by 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 our just looking at them and that's the people who believe in this stuff that's that's what they that's what they believe in is that just we we're gonna harness power just by getting into this, this symbol into people's heads they don't even realize it 
your your brain doesn't process it only processes such a small amount of what you're actually seeing and you're only you're really only like you know consciously focusing on such a small amount of that and the rest goes into your memory bank the rest goes into your subconscious way back there and and you kind of have to dig through the shit to get to get to that kind of stuff that's that's buried down in there that's kind of that kind of stuff with the sim, the, the, the symbolism and all these things i think I don't know what you think about that, but like, I think that's how they use it. I, I mean, not everybody realize, like not everybody notices this stuff, but it's there. It means something. It's not, it's not, it's not meaningless. Yeah, Why would they awareness, exist? Awareness, you know, is a form of energy. It's a force. That's consciousness. What's conscious to know, to be aware. So when you're sitting in front of a screen by yourself, watching something, your awareness, that's attention. Energy goes where attention goes. You're sitting in a theater with two, three, 400 people watching the screen, attention, that's a form of energy, be it spiritual or energetic or whatever, you know? So yeah, I was talking with a coworker the other day, yesterday, in fact, and it's kind of depressing or, but this person is a friend and I talk with her and person's difficult to get along with. Doesn't kind of always has attitude with people, but I, she's friends with me. We always get along because, you know, me, I'm like, you know, I'm a better person than everybody. Haha. <laughs> I'm like in Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I'm the, the vegan. Remember? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got that impression of you right away. Good. Thank you. <laughs> That's why we're talking because we're both excellent. Yes. <laughs> no, no. But it's like a observation. It's a character study thing, you know, being able to be again. It's that thing. This this ties back to the whole shit with the negative, avoiding the negative. Oh, this person's toxic. They're always angry. They're always fighting. Oh, I don't want to be friends with them. It's like, no, I don't want to be around happy, happy, joy, joy people all the time. Everybody's happy, happy, happy. And the police are arresting somebody and, you know, globalization's happening. And yeah, we're happy. No, fuck that. You want to be, you got to be able to analyze these things and be in the shit and be like, oh, wait a minute, Ex exposure to things. It's like the the sickness, you know, the, the virus stuff. You got to be exposed and mentally, you know, be able to physically adopt and let the immune system work. Same thing with characters, personalities. If you're just around a whole bunch of nice people all the time, the first time you're around somebody, who's bad or some vibes you go oh wow what do i do how do i no you got to expose yeah. yourself to that and comprehend it so i'm You'll friends with this yeah. person over a decade friends with this person always has attitudes or whatever but we get along uh oh i heard that noise you did so, something dum 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 you drank too much alcohol you're a little too buzzed ain't you no we ain't gonna say anything no, <laughs> no. <laughs> go 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 relax dude stop being so excellent <laughs> i know okay yeah that's right <laughs> So the thing with this person is yesterday we were having a conversation and I was talking to this person about the mask wearing and the whole vaccine and everything and, you know, the, this whole pandemic stuff. And we've talked in the past, but yesterday we had a pretty good conversation. And I pointed out to her, I said, you know what, this whole thing in the last year, it's just Christmas again, Santa Claus, it's Easter. She was like, what do you mean? Like everybody got exposed worldwide to a new belief system and everybody worldwide all of a sudden believes in Santa Claus. It's the COVID. It's the new Santa Claus. Or yeah. Easter. The Easter is the new holiday, the new thing worldwide. We know it's based on bullshit as a lie. Is it Easter, the resurrection of Christ? Or is it, you know, a bunny and Easter eggs? Christmas, is it the birth of Christ? Or is it Santa Claus and gifts? It's a lie, but everybody believes in and participates. Now the same thing with the COVID. Oh, the COVID-19. Oh, it's a 99.9% oh, survivability, but oh, it's dangerous. People are dying. It's like, it's a new belief system. Now look, everybody's running with it. 
she was like, that doesn't make sense to me. I was like, it will. <laughs> Don't worry, it will. Yeah, but, people so it people die all the time. Com- yeah. But yet they tell you to take a vaccine as 95% effective. It's like, wait a minute, you got a sickness, alleged sickness, 99% survivability. But here, take this vaccine that's 95% effective. It's like, why take something that's less beneficial, quote unquote, than actually just taking the thing which gives you a higher probability of living <laughs> but hey, no, you know. logic doesn't mean that and then she came out with the perfect answer and she said well all that stuff you're saying well i don't care anyway i was like exactly satanism you're satanic what with the satan uh, with the devil and all that and like no you don't know what satanic means <laughs> like, yeah but i don't care it's like well there you go that's the problem in the world that people just don't care it's like yep and i'm yeah. among them i was like yeah that's unfortunate but yeah that's the problem in the world that people just don't care you know, I've told friends of mine too that, like, you know, hey, like, here's some things that you know that you might want to know, and uh, here's you know some risks. You know, assess the risk, make your own choice. Of course, make make your own choice. That's what we're all about, right? That's that's the whole thing. If this is available and you choose to get it, fine. Don't make me have to do it too, though. Like, it's not about like I have my choice. Respect it. You have yours. I'm not going to say anything about that. Uh, I just want to make sure that people know that, you know, maybe you're not getting the whole story right now. Maybe all of the arrogance that got us into this mess, uh, that we're not going to solve it by being arrogant too. I, I Maybe a little bit of patience is needed in the world right now and people need to just chill the fuck out and, and just try to get along for a little while instead of pointing the finger at everyone else. It, it, is you put, what is the old saying? You point one finger out, you're pointing three more back at yourself. It's mm-hmm. just like everyone just needs to chill the fuck out. I, you know, this, and I try to make people aware of these things because it's like, okay, yeah, make your own choice, do what you're gonna want, do what you want to do, but just be ready for the day that they try to tell you you have to, and they try to take that choice away from you because the second you let them do that, you're fucking over everybody else, and we can stop them if we all just stand up and say no for a change we don't have to you know like they 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 can't do anything without our consent and they're tricking people into consenting to all of this stuff that's going on the last year year and a half they tricked you they tricked you all i not i mean maybe not people that are listening to this but they tricked a lot of people into into falling for this shit and they do have consent but and it's not informed mm-hmm I just want people to know information and point people to directions and be like, don't just take talking heads, you know, CIA operative on the television's word for it. Do some homework yourself, you know, maybe go and listen to Catherine Austin Fitz, maybe go look at what she's doing with Solari report. Maybe, you know, you know, tune into grand theft world with Richard Grove. Those guys do amazing work over there. Listen to some Passio, listen to some, you know, underground guys like you and I listen, you know, listen, like just, Take in information and just process it. I, I don't know. It's just. Mm-hmm. Too, Did you it, see uh, Cullen Smith uh, recently, about a week or two ago, released his Inoculum of Truth 2, almost a nine hour video that he put out using all 
pretty much primary source, all the actual news reports, all the uh, website stuff from the CDC, World Health Organization, all the clips coming out of Fauci's mouth and pro yep. and con. It was every like, look, there's everything yep. right there that shows all the contradictions among themselves, how it debunks itself within what they put out. And it's like not somebody putting shit out their ass. Like, no, look, they've said all the stuff, but that's when you notice the media nitpicks like this supports the narrative, this supports the narrative, hide this hide this remove that you know it's all out there nine hour freaking video i've done about four four and a half hours of it i'm like shit but yeah, yeah. people are putting the stuff out there for those who care enough to look for it and that that's a little line william cooper i think said and i picked that up on long lasting it's a producer out of the uk that mark devlin put me up to Back in 2014, he released a, a CD or online, a digital album of conspiracy truth kind of music. Some of them are very good and some of them tend to, you know, alien stuff and, you know, a little new agey. But yet there's one that he has a little line from William Cooper that says, you know, the, the, the evidence, the evidence or a proof is out, the proof is out there or the evidence is there for those who care enough to look for it. And that's it. Care care yeah. i don't care i don't care just whatever the news tells me whatever the news tells me feed me feed me see more feed me that's it <laughs> but those who care like wait maybe there's something else let me care enough to actually look at different opinions or look at what they don't want me to look at and you start seeing whoa there's a whole other world out here of information and truth that than what you know we're being exposed to so but yeah yeah. What else was there? There was something else you said that I wanted to bring up. This so much, so many things, so many things. <laughs> it's all right, man. We can, uh, I don't know. We can. You you said something about uh, the, uh, the that new Winter Soldier, uh, the Falcon Winter Soldier series, and how everywhere in the background you see like the build, yeah, you know, the you know build back better stuff or or whatever. Yep. And it's like it's just funny that that's all based on the on the they're calling it the blip. And mm -hmm. it's like half the galaxy's population went away in the snap of a finger. Uh, the lockdown. Know. I think the blip was the lockdown. Everybody was locked at home all over the world. Stay home restrictions. And that was the blip. People disappeared. Nothing. Only essential people. Oh, essential employees or whatever. That's it. That's the remaining people that can go around and do everybody else. Stay home. Stay home. That was the blip. And now little by little, maybe some people could come out. Some people coming back from the blip. We can rebuild, you know, reset, you know, better, bigger, yeah. better and all that. Like, yeah, that's all this stuff is. It's like, fuck, they knew about this shit. They had it planned. And that's why I think Infinity War, the ending of Infinity War was another 9-11. That was a global way. Millions or billions of people saw that movie via theaters or on video. And that whole thing of people dying and the emotional thing, <gasps> that was an emotional traumatizing event for people getting rid of, you know, getting them used to that loss. Like something's missing. Oh my God. And then with the whole COVID thing and locking people down and all this stuff, you know, there goes our way of life. You know, the new normal is going to be coming or whatever. And now uh, I know uh, Cullen Smith put a little segment on, on what I've seen so far talking about the fourth industrial revolution, that that's yeah. what all this is right now. You know, talking about that, that fucking cocksucker um, Schwab, whatever, out of Europe. the Klaus Schwab. Yeah. Talking He's, about yeah. connecting all the, the physical the biological and the digital of a person yeah. it's like that's the transhumanism thing connecting everything can be monitored so they get you injected with this stuff nanotechnology is in there you got some connection to the digital world and boom everything's all connected but it's for your own good right 
That's yeah, all part by, of this yeah. fourth industrial revolution. By and 2030, yeah. Yeah, you'll, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Yep. And synchronistically, a new show dropped on HBO Max this past weekend on Sunday called The Nevers. It's like, okay, what the hell is this? Let me check it out. I watched this pilot episode, The Nevers. Takes place in 1896, it begins, and then takes a little three-year jump to 1899. And it's in England, UK, and they, it's a little bit like X-Men. It's a little mutants, kind of. Something happens in 1896 where this like something comes, falls through the sky. You don't see what it is, but everybody's looking up. Then you have that little time jump to 1899. And you have all the civilized, you know, educated British, you know, parliament people and all this stuff. And then you have every, you know, a whole bunch of all the regular people. And then you have the others, the ones who were touched. They say, oh, are you? They're one of the touched. They were touched. What the hell's touched? These people are like mutants. They have certain powers. They're different. They're the others. So, hmm. And then in the conversations, somewhere towards the end of the show, they bring up how in that time, we are in the middle of an industrial revolution where electricity and technology and new ways of living, you know, are going to come into, into fruition where women will not know what it is. They will be exposed to it and like it. And then afterwards they're going to demand it. And I was like, interesting that this show, they dropped industrial revolution, <laughs> technology, electricity and all this stuff and women not knowing what it is, recognizing it, being exposed and then demanding it and jump to now with Schwab and these people talking about the fourth industrial revolution, no oh, vaccines and AI and being connected to the internet of things. Nobody's going to know what it is. They're going to be exposed to it. They're going to like it. Then they're going to demand it. That's what I picked up from this fucking little show to never. I'm like, why is the show airing now? Why all this little thing reset, rebuild? And this is all part of, this is all connected to subconsciously through these movies and TV shows, get people acclimated to this new thing. Now here's the bad part about this bad and good. I'm like, yeah, this is nothing new. I, I have a no. friend that's kind of resistant to, to this when we get into it sometimes. It's like, oh, they're evil, all this stuff they're doing, we need to stop. And I was like, yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's that. The problem is that there's a few elite that are manipulating where humanity is going. And that's the problem that's slavery, that we have no control of where things are going. That things are going somewhere is nothing new. The way we've lived the last 100, 150 years, it wasn't always that way. It was a powerful elite or whatever that decided this was the direction things were going to go it happened we were born into it life was what it was fine and before that it was something else and after this is going to be something else the problem is when the majority of the people do not have their hands on that steering wheel and are being led somewhere that we don't have a free will choice of where we're going that's the key problem this has always happened before that's the thing nothing new under the sun but we're aware, not enough of us right now are aware that, hey, there's a change happening and it's nothing new, but it's up to us whether or not we take control of where this change is going and dictate it ourselves of our own free will. And that's not happening. We're being led down this kicking or screaming, regardless it's gonna happen, this change coming, whether it's crypto, digital or not, or whether internet of things or not, technology being connected and 5G and whatever, things are gonna change. But the problem is that we have no say in it. That's the that's how I see things. Yeah, it's a lot, it's like that lack of choice. Like we have no say in it. Like you said, it's that's a big problem. You know, I mean, they just thrust these things upon us without without. And these, oh, this is just how it's going to be from now on. You know, here's the five G. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, we're going to turn off the, we're going to turn off 3G. We're going to turn off 4G. You, you guys get 5G now. You know, it's, it's like, okay, maybe that's not a big deal, but it's like, it's maybe it's, there's, maybe there's nothing else there. But like, other than the fact that like, to just, ooh, we're taking away this one thing and replacing it with the other. Just do what we say. It's cool. You know, whatever. Never so, mind the radiation and the amount of people that will die. Yeah. But in our calculations, that's fine because there's overpopulation anyway. So if some of you die, we don't have a problem with that. Uh, maybe we do. We got a problem with that. But they yeah. don't. You know, oh, whatever. Yeah. yeah, whatever lies of overpopulation and, you know, climate change and everything. No, as long as you believe that and we can manipulate things and be like, right. well, you know, for the greater good, it's okay that a certain percentage die off anyway. So no, no, <laughs> things could be done. Change can be achieved. If people had the knowledge, knew what the fuck was going on and participated in it, it was like, okay, yeah, we can have 5G, but we can adjust the frequency to where it's not that millimeter thing, whatever, that's going to fuck with our genes, you know, our cells and everything. Yeah, we but can, why do we even... Way, but there's not a profit in that if we do that. It's going to cost too much. Well, maybe that's the other problem, the cost. Doing the right thing should not have a cost to it. Nothing should have a cost to it. And here's where I could probably butt heads with a whole bunch of people. Is this, I talked with Francesco a little bit about this and this simple thought came to me. I was like, wow, I wonder how far we, back we can go with this. The thing about there's nothing free. There's no free meals. There's nothing as, such thing as a free lunch. Everything costs something, everything. And I'm like, yeah, in the world that we live in now, yeah, that mentality, that programming is in us. But here's the thing. Even the staunchest anarchist freedom, truth person, whatever, is probably has a trace of hypocrisy in them. And I, and I say this because of this. Every person that's alive now, all of us, we received life. We were given life. We were given that. Yeah. We did not have to pay anyone for that. We were, we're alive. That's it. <laughs> we're alive. We did not have to pay anyone for that. We didn't, you know, our mom wasn't there. I'm giving you this breast milk. You better freaking go ahead and get a job and pay me. No, no, no. Life was given to us and we have life. We are alive. We were given the biggest gift, the biggest thing that one can have be given. And we don't have to pay anyone for that. But yeah, we have the audacity. Well, you need crypto. Well, you need to work. If I, my labor has a cost and that's what money is, it's a rubber. No, no, no. It's all form of hypocrisy because we were given life. And if we receive life, the biggest gift, whatever we do, in life is a gift too for others for ourselves for family. and that's the way it should be period end of story that's it but once we got that mind thing well either in, in yen or in the british pound or money or any kind of proxy thing it has to be in no no nope, nope, you're falling into the shit you were given life you don't know anybody and now you're going to be a super hypocrite and say that there's no free meals in life that if you're going to do something for somebody what you got to get paid or receive something for it boop hypocrisy hypocrisy if you can tell me who you paid for your life then maybe we can have a conversation and be like, oh, shit, well, okay, yeah, I see this person thing, whatever, that you actually paid for the life you were given. As far as I know, we've all been given life and never had to give anything back for it. Now, I know in religious terms, maybe that's where they kind of get into the thing of, oh, your purpose in life, you know, to, to, to honor God and praise God. And the, no, that's about nature, existence. You know, you were given life. And your payback is to give to life, to give to, you know, your brothers, sisters, to existence and do good and create. And that's love, the expansive force. That's right. what that is. That's how you pay it back. Not you pay it back by, hey, I did freaking yard work for eight hours. Now I get $500. No. Or if you want that done, you got to give me 500 No. Hypocrisy, hypocrisy. 
that's where I'm at with that. I've been wanting to put that out there for a couple of weeks. I'm like, this might be a good spot to put that out there. And I got to keep putting it out on a lot of different podcasts. Next week, I should be doing yeah. another episode three of Sanitizing the Insanity with Joe Murray. Nice. And I want to bring it up again because we got to, again, that's, I think, the biggest form of respect. Look at ourselves again. All these people are narco-capitalists, crypto this, crypto that, oh, and this and silver and gold and, and value. Who did you pay for your life? Nobody. You're a hypocrite if you think everything else needs to be paid for when you have life that you did not pay for. It was a gift. Yeah, the, 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 that's that's a that's a brilliant that, that's brilliant, man. Brilliant. I'm thinking that, that's deep. I'm like, yeah, because I was tossing. I was thinking. I was like, something's here. It was scratching and annoying. I was like, what the fuck? There's something missing here. Because I made a little presentation about a year and a half, two years ago in 2018 up north at something called Anarcha Anarchizona. And everybody else was crypto this and whatever little conspiracy here. And I was the only one like, you know, what? I'm making a talk called proxyism on proxies. People that believe that nothing, you know, it, it, it's satanic. Nothing is, you know, <laughs> objective. Everything has to have a symbol. It has to be me or be represented. Whatever. Your proxy is your proxy. Everything proxy, proxy, proxy. Everything has to be represented. No, just get to the truth of it. Just and that kept gnawing at me. I was like, wait a minute, life. We don't owe anyone for the life we have. Existence, the all. We are part of part of life, part of God, part of the, the all. How the fuck do we have the audacity to say that someone has to pay us for whatever we do when we never paid for the life that we have? That, that was just like, boop, ground level right there. End of story, stop right there. If you can explain that to me, then maybe we have an argument, but shit. <laughs> I mean, it's just the mind control thing about this, like this, this, this made up currency. It's not intrinsic. It, it's, there's no value to it in nature. What I mean is like that whole, no such thing as a free lunch thing. There is a, there's a, there is a shred of truth to that. And I think what it could be said, would be that if you get rid of the monetary, get rid of the money, get rid of that, right. Get rid of this illusion and think about maybe that you look down at that plate of food and the, and the, you know, the work that it went into to cultivate that, you know, that mm -hmm. food, mm -hmm. you know, that's not free. So, you know what I mean? Like, that's what mm -hmm. I, I think that, uh, that if, I think maybe if you found a way to not to tell you how to do your thing, but like maybe find a way to like, to get that part in there where it's like, maybe we're, we're, we're missing the mark and we're distracted. And we, instead of focusing on the money, we should focus on the gratitude of the opportunity to have food, the opportunity to have a roof over our heads, like being the having the gratitude of knowing that you did the right thing, that you're contributing to, you know, uh, the a good instead of this just you know backstabbing evil thing that's money that turns your best friend into an enemy in the blink of an eye. It's it's just a it's just a fucking shadow game that they play on us to get us to again to, like to turn us against each other you know i don't know i i really liked what you just everything that you just said though that was really cool I, that was for the longest time i was i was stopping at the earth and the sun the earth and the sun i don't see the bill that the sun sends to the earth for the light that it gives it for the radiation the sunlight to let the earth do what it does it just is there's no payback that the earth has to, oh, wait, I'm here. I'm doing this for you, son. No, it just is. And, you know, 
as above, so below, microcosm, microcosm. If we're part of that, we we receive life. Okay, what you know? I get what you said with the plate that energy. You know, it's like okay, it's not just be there and all of a sudden the carrot's gonna do whatever the the apple is gonna peel it or be plucked. No, there's energy for whatever. But yeah, as far as you know, life we got that without having to pay, and yet to expect others to pay for whatever we do for them that's where the hypocrisy kicks in it's like wait we got life and didn't pay for it but now whatever we do with that life oh no 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 i'm so special you gotta do something for me if you want this it's like you fucking asshole you know (laughs) there's a band i don't know if you like the band but it doesn't really matter uh but there's one there's a band it's called they're they're called lincoln park oh yeah yeah their first album okay uh, hybrid theory yes i think that's their first album but yeah. in any case there's a song on that album i forget the song name but what there's one line in that song in, in one of those songs that and uh the the kind of rapper dude uh mike shinoda mm-hmm. he um he says the sun doesn't give the light to the moon assuming the moon's gonna owe it one mm-hmm. boom there you I, go <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, right there. That's pretty synchronistic because right now for tomorrow morning, I'm planning on doing a show with Francesco and Nathan Riddit, and we're going to do our own little, like what Mark Devlin did a year ago or something, having a mashup of how people come up with a couple of songs that are conscious in their lyrics. And I'm bringing uh, one of... Not Lincoln Parks, but Chester Bennington, his side group that he did for a while there with um, Dead by Sunrise, that they, he had a track on there that I used for the opening of my audio podcast, um, Walking in Circles. So Lincoln Park, there, yeah, for some reason, they were a group also that I bet you uh, if we put them under a microscope, there'd be a lot of interesting things. Why they're, all their music kind of felt like for the teenagers and early 20-sums, the suicidal, life is rough and struggle kind of thing. And yet to look at the lead singer, Chester, like the way he went Mm. and then to see, be like, wait a minute, the suicide thing. And then the stories that he never really knew his father, a family friend may have visited and done something with the mother. And then when it- Who was that guy, right? he 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 was somebody, wasn't he? john podesta it's like it looks like john podesta (laughs) and he looks at me then the whole pedophilia pedophilia, i was like wait a minute you know again if someone actually takes the time i'm not a deep deep researcher to do this but damn somebody who had the the gums and resources to do that i bet you some stuff can be dug up to be like wow there's a story here with lincoln park chester and this whole shit going on because apparently him and that guy um the other guy who died not too long before him, Chris Cornell, that bond, Chris Cornell, they were both going to do something about the exploitation of children and the pedophilia stuff. So, you know, when yeah. you start freaking shaking that tree, that somebody's going to come and stop doing that shit and boom, they're both gone. So, and uh, who, what, what is one of the songs that Chris Cornell is best known for singing on the radio, a song called black hole sun. And who, who, uh, where have we heard about the black hole sun before? I'm pretty sure that the people, the, the, the Saturnist, the, the, the black cube of Saturn, hmm. I'm pretty sure there's something about the black hole sun in that. I can't be too sure, but I remember hearing something about that. 
with just and, black and sun, I'm thinking of Tessarian talking about, you know, those Saturnalia worshippers, the black sun, worship of the black sun. So at least two words there. Yeah. Kind of like, hey, wait a minute, what? Yeah. I mean, it's just it it's it's just crazy like that uh that Chester went and then soon after Chris Cornell was gone and they were like really tight those two they were really good friends I guess but like I mean I, I, as a as a kid I grew up listening to them the, their music and like the Lincoln Park and and all like the emo being depressed stuff and everything like that I, I always thought it was a you know it was a tough tough to listen to you know the real like whiny shit like me my, me, me, me you know it's it's like no dude get out of here but like there is some there's some pretty prolific stuff in, in some of those bands lyrics you you look at you look at them written down on a piece of paper and you're like wow that's that's you what... check out the song robot boy by who lincoln park is that one after one of the i think i have it albums? on my website uh music with lyrics little tab robot boys maybe off their fourth or fifth album it's one of the later ones like more commercialized yeah. after transformers and all that but that one song robot boy is like hey wait a minute i used that uh track in uh that mark devlin mashup thing it's something about you know not caring the weight of the world makes you not care and then they go through more lyrics and then by the end it says you're gonna do it because the weight of the world makes you do it. it's like oh okay so they kind of balance it out where people don't care it doesn't matter this and that but then once you realize what's important and that the world is at stake yeah the weight of the world is what's gonna make you care so it's pretty interesting how the the, the lyrics in that song check it out when you get a chance robot boy by lincoln park it's like yeah well ah, okay every once in a while yeah the regular commercialized stuff but once in a while they they throw some lyrics there that's like fuck man they kind of knew what was going on they're, they're shedding some light on things yeah i mean after a while like i, I kind of you know musical taste changes you yes. know and mm -hmm. and my mind definitely did and and everything like that so like the first few albums i, I i'm you know I'm, I'm pretty pretty keen on those but like not not much of their the stuff that chester was doing you know in the more uh the more recent years of his life you know what i mean mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. man but... look at that we ended up all a whole bunch of things we wow. were thinking it was just going to be comic books and marvel stuff but along with that we're looking we're talking about chester and lincoln park and we talked about all <laughs> i know man like, well, that's what's good that's why guy next door speaks like i said with no set script no nothing questions we gotta touch this and this and this. no we just go just go and the universe just lets us go go here go there go here go there i oh, always yeah, tell people that like the brain not all the information is within the brain the brain is more like a transmitter receiver that everything is out in the ether and depending what question you ask it sends out that request and then it comes back and boom there you go yeah it's definitely it's definitely like an antenna like that I, I, i'd agree you know mm -hmm. it's, it's it's great you don't even need you don't even need to like have such a strict you know structure you just get in there and you know especially like you know tonight we're we're just we're just meeting this is the first time we've ever really mm -hmm. had a like a really kind of i don't know long form conversation it's always been like hey how's it going uh when are you available hey that doesn't work blah, 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 you know so on and so forth but tonight yeah. it's like you know but like this has been awesome this is great yep hey we got this idea let's let's see if we could talk about this we didn't talk about it <laughs> we talk, all, we, all you need is that little thread you start, yeah. hey marvel this but then this and that and this holy shit 
because yeah, when man. you're when you're yeah when you're around truth or you know when you're in the same direction or just being honest with ourselves yeah shit just you know stays real and and it just does what it's meant to do we don't have to sit there like um yeah okay and um uh what else um um that doesn't happen <laughs> because we got you know just feeding off each other like yeah there's some knowledge here some knowledge here that collects to this that triggers this that triggers that. and there you go next thing you know like look shit maybe an hour hour and a half has passed by and you got a podcast done like holy shit yeah there's a good chunk in there where i completely forgot we were recording and it's not just because i've had a beer <laughs> you know what i mean like it's just like a, it just felt imagine that like oh shit we forgot to record let's go back and redo that can you yeah. redo something like we just did no no, no. that's authentic that's, that's a, organic yeah. a little lightning in a bottle i'd say you know yep. it's just a good that was such a good conversation i really appreciate you know meeting you man it, like it's uh it's great you know that's how things work man and I see what Passio was talking about years ago. You know, you know some of this, you go out there and you put it forward. So he did that. The people before him did that. And then I listened and, okay, let me try this. I'm doing that. And then Francesco did that. Other people did that. And Sean did that. Now you're doing that. And other people, and look, and, and once you're all on the same page, yeah, the, the, it's, it becomes a quote unquote echo chamber or a choir, the chorus. But that's the idea. You want it to become a chorus, a choir, more voices, because what are they inundating us with? You go to CNN, blah, 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 MSN, blah, 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 blah. Fox, blah, 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 blah. All, they're the same, you know, different channels, different things on the phone, Twitter, this, Facebook, that, YouTube, that, but the same chorus, the same enslavement and propaganda, enslavement propaganda. So if there are millions doing that on that end, we got to come up and become the millions on the other end of talking yeah. about freedom and ending slavery and, you know, love and harmony and all this stuff. So, you know, what all that stuff really means and not just mm -hmm. like, you know, not just the, the surface level shit of it. It's like, like, you know, I mean, Passio especially, but there's a lot of people out there in this, in this movement, uh, who talk about all these things and they say, you know, this isn't worth shit unless you go and put it into action. And it's like, all right, I, we can, I can say something until I'm blue in the face. I can say about how much I think about that or know about this. And it's like, well, what are you doing about it? You know, what are you actually doing about it? Well, it's like, okay, well, that, that question got asked to me about a year ago, over a, just over a year ago. And I said, you know what? Like, I'm not doing much about it. I'm not, but um, I got my kid, my son, he's four. And uh, he, you know, and then soon after, you know, like, uh, soon after I started my, my podcast, I, my wife and I were like, you know, we're still young enough that when our, if we have another kid and that kid grows up, it will stop it too. You know, and that kid grows up there, you know, we take good care of them. They become, you know, uh, good people. They can take care of themselves. We'll still be young enough to still have some fun in our life and, and blah, 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 blah. It's something to consider. And I was like, okay. And well, I'm, I'm stuck home a lot and uh, taking care of my family. In the meantime, I, I, I don't know. I got this, I got this thing in me, you know, where it's like, I can't not do something about it. So the only thing I, I don't know that I could figure out to really do is to like, start a show, start a podcast. It seemed pretty simple and easy to do at the time. Little did I know how much work it really goes. You really go in 
then get into by by starting you know starting this this type of project and it's like been quite a fucking experience sean is i mean he's helped me out terrifically i I owe i owe him a lot you know but he would say you know you don't because you keep doing the work and even if it's little steps at a time you know you're doing it you're doing something and that's what I think. I think anyone that's watching this, it's just like maybe starting out like me, you know, like, you know, and just do just try to learn as much as you can and do something about it. You know, don't just keep it to yourself. Do something about it. Maybe try to find a way to effectively communicate to people that that there is such a thing as freedom and that we're missing out on it. And we're getting the short end of the stick. And here's how maybe we get a little, you know, here's how we get get what's ours. It's, I don't know. Maybe a, <laughs> you know how I was talking about having that friend, that coworker that I relate to. I can, you know, going on decades friends with, and everybody else attitudes. It's yeah. a certain frequency. It's a frequency that that gels, that that connects, and that's the thing. I listen when I first heard your voice on here. Your voice has a certain tone difference. You know, it's like oh, it's just a dude, just a tone, but that that has a purpose it's a reason like Passio's voice is a certain voice a certain tone some people will gravitate some people will like yeah some people my personality my character the way I come across some people hey and some people Ugh. your personality your voice your way of some people will be like hey some people Ugh. see and that's the key you know because not one person speaking the truth is gonna resonate and please everyone and have everyone on the same page everyone has a different frequency a different uh energy and everybody i sense that everybody can relate or not relate so that's why it's important to have so many people putting out the work the content because there are certain people that will resonate with one or group and then another that won't and the key thing is you need you need numbers a critical mass so if you only have 10 people talking or putting the stuff out and it can only affect 10% of the people that resonate with them. What about the other 90%? They're like, well, it sounds good, but no, I just can't stand this person. They rose me the wrong way or I just don't get it. Well, that's why you need a hundred people. You need more people. That way it's a whole different frequency, a whole different tones, different voices. They are, but they're all saying the same thing in different ways. Yeah. But it's reaching a lot of different ears in the different ways. And that's the key, you know, so whoever, you know, feels comfortable listening to you, your voice and your tone, they'll listen to you. Whereas they were like, yeah, but that Ivan, something about it, he's too, or Pastio or, you know, and that's the key. Just a lot of people. That's why you need that chorus. That's why you need a lot of voices saying the same thing. Yeah. To be on the same page. Yeah, I mean, at this stage in the game, I would definitely agree. Hopefully, though, we get to the point where where that kind of uh, where where that kind of thing doesn't matter anymore. Like where we go, we can we can mm-hmm. jump we can jump back to what I was saying way earlier about you know separating the man from the message. Pay attention yep. to the message. Who cares about the tone of voice? Who cares about the shirt that I'm wearing? My hat, my glasses, your goatee, your shirt, your lack of hair and hat. Who cares? <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, like I, I like the movies in the background. I, I don't take you any less seriously because you have movies in the background. You know, who cares? Because you're speaking true things. The things you are saying are true and I can benefit from that. So why should I ignore you because of the tone of your voice or that you're, oh, I don't like his glasses. Grow up. 
That's what I'd say. Just we're, we're, yeah, we're on that side of the fence that we're initiated. We we get that. And the thing is reaching the people on the other side of the fence that are not initiated. Yeah, that they're like, they're not wearing Gucci shirts. Is that her? Is that how to Kango? Is he wearing uh, Oakley glasses? Oh, God. See, so that's the thing. Reaching people like that, but materialistic or yeah. uh, that's that's why. Maybe a guy that does wear a Kango has Gucci and Oakley things like, oh, somebody. And, you know, hey, but then again, that kind of might become a, what, a, an oxymoron or that doesn't happen. That's what you call me is all I know. Right. You moron. <laughs> <laughs> Oxycon. What? You know, somebody who's all materialistic wouldn't be conscious or will they see so it's the thing maybe you know maybe they use it as a tool as a gimmick okay fine i will have the little mercedes benz logo hanging back there sure have the oakley stuff whatever because oh people go for that and maybe was that would that be considered like clickbait or something maybe if the poster has it like ooh, this guy looks cool what's he got natural law what the fuck's he talking about but damn he's wearing those nice freaking you know sneakers or that nice hat oh you know (laughs) Maybe we'll be cheating at that point, but shit, I don't know, man. Whatever works, right? <laughs> shit. Yeah, and uh, stick around after a word from our sponsors. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yep. but it, no, man. It's just it, it's it's an important step, mm-hmm. and, and it's a step a lot of people. Um, I I think that that is, I don't know. It was a very important step for me, so it must be for other people. I can't be the only one to experience that, that, that sometimes it's fucking difficult to, to, you know, ignore somebody's reputation, even then, you know, like not even just a, 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 you know, an an appearance, uh, like your, you know, glasses or or what your background or whatever, but maybe even a person's reputation, like they could, they, they could, you know, they could be, they could have one opinion that's a diamond in the pile of shit, you know, Mm -hmm. And, and it still doesn't take any credit away from that diamond. You know, like, right. it, you know what I mean? Like broken clock is, tw- is wrong. Tw- I, I fucked that up, but you know what I was about to say? <laughs> well, you were wrong all over the place there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, broken I wasn't clock record- is right twice a day. Is that it? Yeah. Did I get my uh, math right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it is just one clock, right? And there's wrong- only two times a day, right? Okay. A ro- no, no, no. The wrong clock is broken twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. Separate that message, you cucks. <laughs> uh, yep. but, but it's all because it's all moral relative. It doesn't matter. You said it's right, so it's right. Ta-da. Yeah, that's it's, my little rascal's buckwheat. Yeah. Ta-da. Yeah, that's my that's uh that's my truth. So that's right. mm-hmm. get used to it. Eat that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have that for your supper. All right. So I guess we've been doing good. I'm looking at the time now and symbolically, oh, hey, shit. it says 9-11 p.m. on my time. 9-11, 9-11. Conspiracy mm. minded. Oh, shush. I know. <laughs> All right. So damn. So we need to go ahead and do some more of this. See if we get you with Francesco or maybe Joe Murray or some people. Oh, wow. We all spread around and just little chit chats and whatever. But yeah, we initially, you know, hey. Whatever works, man, there's always different things to talk about because life is not, you know, we can say life is simple. Yeah, breathe and go sleep and wake up and eat and breathe. But there's so much going on, so many different variables, so there's many different things. So yeah, it's not a boring time to be alive right now. Certainly not. If, if you're paying attention, shit. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Certainly not boring at all, man. Uh, dude, yep. I can I couldn't thank you enough for for uh, taking the time out of out of out of your life to to talk to me and get to know me. And I'm I'm so happy I got to take the time out of mine to talk to you and get to know you, man. This has been awesome. 
No problem, man. Yeah, that's what it's about. Great work, man. Just reaching out to new people, but we're all on the same page. So that's it. That's it. All right, James. So Ivan. you have an email, but do you have like a website or a place that you have um, some of your podcasts? I think it's on Spotify. I think I saw your show up there, right? Well, um, the the web RSS feed. Yeah, I I the web page was from uh where is is on wordpress.com. So it's it's uh hitchhiker's guide to truth.wordpress.com. Uh that's under construction and um but it's there but it's under construction. If you go to that web page, you can at least, you know, find the platforms that that the show is on. It's like pretty much everywhere. Uh, it's distributed, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, fucking Spotify, Anchor, a few other, you know, places that, you know, that you can find podcasts. Um, and you can email me if you, if you, you know, maybe like what I have to say. If you don't like what I have to say, uh, don't really, doesn't matter to me. You want to email me. It's, it's a uh, hitchhiker's guide to truth at gmail.com. Um, and there is actually, I just reconstructed a, a, a Facebook group. Uh, it's a Hitchhiker's Guide to Truth uh, discussion group. So just f- type that into your search bar. You find that. Uh, anarchy, anarchy doesn't mean no rules. So just read those over, please. Uh, it's very reasonable. It's basically just code of conduct. Just like, you know, don't fucking report to Facebook. DM me. Or another administrator will handle it in house, that kind of stuff. And um, you know, a couple of questions about like, hey, because I'm interested in knowing where you heard of the show, where you heard, of, you know, what, you know, dislikes, likes. It's not going to affect how I do my thing, but I just, I don't know. I just like, I just like feedback. Kind of addicted to the feedback, but it's not going to affect how I do things at all. I don't give, <laughs> you know. But it's just cool to give people an opportunity to to get their get their voice heard, you know. Just like how Ivan's done for me tonight and, and, you know, a couple of others have done for me as well. It's, you know, that's important. So that's where, that's where everyone can find me. And uh, yeah, that's it. All right. I think I cool beans. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So on behalf of James and me, Ivan from Phoenix, this, like I said, I'm not sure I'll have to look at the numbers, but it'll be, it'll be posted on wherever Odyssey or wherever I end up uploading this It'll be the end of episode nine or 10 guy next door speaks so thanks for joining me james and anytime for the rest of you for the rest of you guys you know how i do this uh, depending what time of the day you're watching this good morning good afternoon or good night and be well